Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hell, I suck at dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. I'm Jared Haben. Joined in studio by the handsome, charismatic, keep up coming, keep up coming. What else? Sweet, you got? Yep. Mm-hmm. kind singer, songwriter, sometimes smelly. Dean Unglert. You want to know what's funny? Actually, is I smell extra bad today. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> I mean, I kind of did say it, but in a joking me? way. I can't tell if it's you or it's me. It's hundred percent me. It's self conscious that me. it's me. It's me. I wore shoes today. I don't wear shoes ever. And when I do wear shoes, I don't wear socks. And when I don't wear socks, my feet get pretty stinky. And I, my armpits smell pretty... I just all around, top to bottom, I'm not the, sm- not the best smelling person. I hate feet. It's a good, bad smell, though, I think. I've smelled you a lot. Well, it's as a, far as bad smells go, it could be a lot worse, Yeah, right? it's, like, it, it's, a, it's like, oh, this is an attractive guy who just got finished working out. Like, that's the smell. Do that you I remember? I you were in the studio for this, Jared, but there was one day. <laughs> there, there was, like, maybe a couple of days where I was, like, just uh, putting deodorant on one armpit. And then at the end of the day, I was comparing which armpit smelled better. I, I remember this. <laughs> and he smelled both armpits, and he could only just barely tell the difference between which armpit had been deodorant. One of the proudest moments in my career in broadcasting. Yeah. <laughs> It was like a game show. I mean, we, <laughs> we could get Bob Hope or what's his, Bob Hope, right? Yeah, yeah. Bob no, Hope. not Bob Hope. What's Bob? It's what's not Bob name? Hope. It's um. Uh, well, all I can think about is Happy Gilmore. You're gonna get it, Bobby. I don't know which game show host you're. All right, Drew Carey. Yeah, Drew Carey. We just need Drew Carey in studio to host the game show. Anyway, we could talk about Dean's bo all day, but we have two very special guests that are in studio right now that we are very excited about. Uh, they are both actors, producers parents, um, loving husband and wife with a new iHeartRadio podcast coming out this month. In studio, we have Rosalind Sanchez and her husband, Eric Winter. Thank you so much yeah. for being here, guys. Thank you for having us. Appreciate thank it. you. Thank Happy you. Happy to be here. It's exciting. Oh, of course. So how's how's life? I mean, I mean, 
everybody knows who you guys are, but kind of give a brief introduction. You guys have been married for years. Yeah, we suck at dating, years. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, do you suck at marriage? I don't think you guys do. No, we're doing fine, I think. Are we? I hope. Yeah, we are. are. we? Yes, we yeah, are. We're good. We're good. What are you no, talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, we've been together for what, 11 years, 14 years. And that's years. an accomplishment. We've been so. together for 14 years, 11 years right. in this business. And two kids. Yeah. And two kids. How old are the kids? kids? Yeah. One going on eight in January. One going uh, will be two in November. Nice. A bo- uh, boy, the baby, and, and girl. Congratulations. So, Thank what's you. life being married eleven years like? Hell. Just, just like you said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's life what? like? Well, <laughs> I've been married for a month. Years. For a month. I've, I've oh, been married yeah. for a little over a month. Yep. Just put a ring on it, and it's <laughs> great. great. So no, I, I just want to know what my phase. future has. It's good. No, it's, it's great. Been amazing. It's great. It's the ebb and flow. It's everything. Although Eric yeah. loves to say it's work, so it's it's like any job. It's work, a lot of work, 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 work. Let me tell you something. So Wait, what is work? A marriage, or is is it work being married to to me? No, it's not. Well, no. Well, it's always a little it's bit. It's all of work. a little of both, right? Everything's but it's a both ways bit. too. For yeah, us, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. A lot, take, a lot it, of work. Yeah. It takes work. It takes yeah. effort. You got to put the time <laughs> in. You know, it comes so easy when you're in the early stages, and as you're you know, a decade in, well, you're in the honeymoon you have phase. To early really, on. you know, keep it creative, keep it interesting, keep it fun. And Two what is that like for that. you guys? Because we've had married couples on the podcast before. But you two are like very much in the spotlight, right? And so like mm-hmm. as uh, uh, incredibly attractive people and you're busy, I'm sure, with your work, like what do you do to kind of keep it interesting for you guys a decade later? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, there's the, it's the cliche of, you know, got to have a date night. You really yeah. do. You got to keep it interesting with we stuff like that. that. We have, I have something planned for her next, next, uh, next week. Wednesday. Yeah. He said to me. Is it a surprise? Ooh, yeah. A little bit of a surprise. Taking yeah, her out after I get that. done with work. And, and about what if I, what if I'm booked? I what said, if I have well, something cancel your plans. <laughs> <laughs> cancel your plans. I, I was <laughs> just going to say, it's so funny hearing, uh, you know, husband and wife talk because you're planning the surprise, but you have to make sure that she's free. So it's like, all right, honey. Next Wednesday night, just don't plan anything, okay? That's what it's he did. a surprise, but I'm telling you that it's gonna be a surprise. Right. So it's not a total surprise. And also, exactly. like, with having kids, and we were just talking about this, we, like, we need a vacation, like just the two of us yeah. to go away, even just for four days. Well, you know just, what happens? Like we we can wait. We, we used to travel like crazy before the kids, right. and now with kids and work is very difficult. Um, and we for months I've been telling him I need a little vacation. I just want to go away. Nice. Even if it's like San Miguel de Allende, like Mexico, something quick. Let's just do something. And then the um. What was it? Three weeks ago, when we went to Vegas for twenty-four hours, twenty-four we, hours, I know, we leave the house right, and the little babies with the nanny, and they're saying goodbye. And within thirty seconds, I'm going, "Oh my god, we I wish I could bring We should have brought the kids. I was like, "No, we're going to Vegas for a night. This right. is for no, me." Right. <laughs> So do you want to escape for a little bit, but the second you escape, you're like, ah, actually, I didn't want to do this at all. You get, you get on vacation, you're like, I wonder what the kids are yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. what they're doing right now. Let's FaceTime. But you got to make it about you guys. That's the important <laughs> I want to yeah. know what this date's going to be like. I'm I'm excited for it. It's I'm not even going to be part of it at all. To be it's it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Are um, you taking me to a ballet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Rosalind, you said something that we actually talked about on the podcast a couple weeks ago. The difference between spending time with your significant other and spending quality time with your significant other. And I'm sure that you guys can talk a little bit about this, the difference between those two things. Because even the, in the early st- stages of marriage and being engaged, I find that my, my wife, Ashley, and I, we, we live together. We do a lot of work together. Um, and so we spend so much time together. And then when I we were went on our honeymoon, and it was just the two of us, and there was no work or any distractions, I realized that we actually don't spend a lot of quality time together. Because when we had no distractions, there was a certain different connection that we had in that moment that we hadn't had in the months. Um, 
So do you relate to that as well? Can oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And and with us, and I'm sure it happens to you guys, you know, because what what we do for a living, we're in the entertainment business, you know, and so much is about social media, and we're obsessed with the the Instagram and this and the that. So even Biggest when we're problem. home. And we put the kids to bed, and then we have some time to connect. He gets so mad at me because I'm like, like is, oh, I'm so glad is it time that I have right. to go through Instagram right. and say what's up? I'm so glad that she actually admitted it. By the way, I'm so glad she admitted it. That was huge. That's like a therapy session that you actually came forward with that. I, I know, because I know it bothers you, no, but I still like, do it. That's a problem. Just put the phone down yeah. for a minute. You have all day. Like, let's hang out, whatever we're going to do. Like, watch a, I'm watching currently... Game of Thrones, which I know is really weird, yeah. but I never watched it, so I'm binging it. Nice. I try to get her into it. Um, oh, oh, I, I, you know what? Okay, guess what? So I'm you get give me shit because I'm on Instagram. Now he's obsessed with Game of Thrones. You don't give me the time of day at night. I go to bed, <laughs> and all he's doing is so watching like four episodes back to back. Your Instagram is his Game of Thrones, exactly. Right, and exactly. Then what's funny that you guys mentioned that because Kaylin and I are very much the same way. I'm like borderline addicted to my phone. Like whenever I'm hanging out with Kaylin, I'm like always scrolling through Instagram, editing uh-huh. pictures, like just doing something. <laughs> and she's always like, "Dude, just like pay attention to me." Yeah. Like, but like I'm paying attention. I'm just like distracting myself <laughs> exactly. with it. What, you know? I'm right here. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to most of the things that you're saying. Ellie. What I'll do to like to mess with her is, I'll, let's say we're out somewhere and we're at, you know, at the iHeart Festival a few weeks ago. Right? Yeah, and I'm like, let me get some pictures, and I'll take the pictures that we're gonna post. And then I she'll share me the share the pictures. With me. Share the pictures. I said, no, I'll, I'll give them to you later because I know as soon as I share she's them, gonna she's gonna be focused on yep, Instagram. Uh-huh. So she's like, give me them. And I'm like, no, you can have them later. Right. And annoying, she gets so pissed off. It's it's so interesting. I wonder like what. 40 years ago what that distraction would have been in place of what we are distracted by now which is no Instagram idea. you know what I, I mean know. TV? but there had to been something I don't know I guess New just papers. TV when it first came out yeah because they always have those old television shows where it would be the guy sitting on the chair reading and just watching TV exactly right. reading the paper yeah. exactly yeah. not paying attention to his wife and now in 2019 it's just the we guy on his phone or the girl on his phone like, I don't know why yep um, so you guys have a podcast coming out. We do. Is it a joint podcast between the two of you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, amazing. Between Let's the hear two about of that. Us, it's called He Said. Ella dijo. Yeah. Huh? Ella, ella. He said ella. He said ella dijo, which is um, he said she said. Ah. Ella she. Ella said dijo. Is that Portuguese? Oh, <laughs> dead. Spanish. Español, señor, español. Porque no ella. You say Asia. Ella. 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 Okay. Yeah. I love that. Name. Maybe it's the I love the title. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. maybe he it's said, the she said, blending our uh, diversity, our multicultural relationship that I we have, know. and talking about, you know, look, I'm, I'm a Cancer. She's an Aries. Since hey, the Aries. Beginning, <laughs> what's, your, what's your day? What's April seventeenth. April second. Okay. Nice. Okay, so you're like right in the middle. Yes. I'm like cusp. I'm almost Taurus. Both of my parents are Taurus. Yeah. You're tough. Yeah, very tough. Very tough. Yeah. Man. Tell me <laughs> cancer. Even when you as, go. as cancer Aries, is that like uh, we're supposed to clash? He's on fire. Water, he's fire. exactly okay. Gotcha. We so. always claim that we make it work because I can sort of calm her fire a yeah. bit, and never, she can boil, boil my water to keep me, you know, interesting. She says, "Keep it I'm, spicy." Yeah, I, she says I'm a dud, which is completely a <laughs> dud. It's okay. Sorry, my dud. wife calls me a dud all the time. Really? There you go, Ashley. She, she understands. Who's, yeah. who's the homebody? <laughs> Who wants to stay in all the time? I do. That doesn't yeah, make me dud. a dud. A dud is not what I want to do. What I want to go in and out. A dud, dud. is a state of mind. <laughs> no, you're a We're dreamer. We're real deep right yeah. now. Dreamer. <laughs> I already can't wait to listen to this podcast. She's a dreamer. She says I'm the dream popper. He's a dream popper. Is that Eric? I, I, I fantasize with buying some land in um, Ohio at some point in my life because I want to rescue dogs. What do you mean? You're never going to do that. He's like, can, 
can I just dream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if I, in five years, I will buy some freaking <laughs> land <laughs> and rescue some dogs? No, you're she gets never going to do that. Dream. She wants a horse really bad. I remember and I will first, get a horse one day. We first started dating. I was like, all right, we'll get a horse at one point. So I take her on a date. This is early on. I was like, this is a true, true story. <laughs> I take her to, to we're going to ride horse. That was my whole surprise. Like, I'm going to take her there. We're going to ride up. We'll see the Hollywood birth, side. My birthday, right? We yeah. end at like a dinner. Because you knew she loved horses. Yeah, it's going to be great. As soon as we pull up, she sees the horse. She goes, oh, you bought me a horse? <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, no, I didn't buy you a horse. Good God. Dude, How where, cool. Where How amazing it would there? have been yeah, yeah, yeah. if this guy that you're dating for a couple of months gets you a freaking <laughs> horse. <laughs> that <laughs> is a baller right there. I have this yeah. responsibility for 20 care years of this horse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, where's where's the horse going to live? Next 30 years of your life. I can't care about that. It's my horse. 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 Well, you know what? It was very deflating when it wasn't a horse. the horse that Eric gave me. So to my sadness, it wasn't a horse. So I was a dream popper for that. Dream popper. It's still a great day, though. Like, at least now you know it's better than buying a horse and then your jeep being popped, right? Like, at least you just got to ride one, rent one for a little bit, and you're like, okay, maybe we're going to shelf that did. for later. <laughs> That's what he did. That's great. That, that was awesome. one of the earlier dates than you were saying. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, early on. How did you guys meet? We met at a club. No, it wasn't a club. Yeah, See, a club. I love this because everybody has a different story. It was an event. Uh, at a club. Okay. It, it was, oh my In God. Los Angeles. It was a venue. Yeah. The venue wasn't a club. He keeps saying it's a club. Anyways. It was a club. It was an event. For Sony, I don't know. I don't even know. It was for Pioneer. Pioneer uh, speakers. Was, it was yeah. like Maxim, Maxim Hot 100, right. and Pioneer speakers, something like that. She was on the Hot 100 list. And you <laughs> love Pioneer speakers. And I love Pioneer speakers, <laughs> so it was perfect. <laughs> and I was at the VIP area, of course, and he wasn't. <laughs> I just got there. You were. I was on my way to the just, VIP area. I just walked in. She's like, hey, I can't guarantee you he was not part of the VIP. I, I had to had to ask you out. Because I walked into the VIP area. Because you're like a you're like a Mr. Congeniality and a talker, <laughs> and you talk your way out of everything. So he convinced whoever the person in charge of letting people go in mm-hmm. to go up. Bowser. The bouncer, yeah. Probably one of the few men up there. I got to admit, that doesn't sound like a dud, though. I know. A guy who can talk his way into (laughs) the VIP area. At a Maxim Hot One. No, I'm talking about speaking. I can't do that. I don't know if he was part of the VIP. I have no idea. I just made that up. But he showed up, and. That was it. I basically just walked right up to her and said, Hey, you know, my name is Eric. Can I get you a drink? And she's like, I don't drink. Uh, okay. yeah, so, can I uh, get you a snack? <laughs> so, uh, Come here often? Do you, yeah. <laughs> do you, would you like anything? Are you parched at all? <laughs> She's like, well, you can give me a pineapple juice. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. He got me a pineapple juice. And that's how it all started with pineapple juice. Oh, it was actually uh, was a pineapple juice. That's a good memory. Yeah, yeah. 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 It started with that. And then, no, uh, then nothing, we, happened we actually, after that. nothing happened after that. We, did you guys exchange numbers? No. I, I ended with up, my assistant at the time. I had a boyfriend. Hmm. So I knew his intentions. Hmm. And as a good girlfriend, I said, he asked for my number or something. I said, listen, just so you're clear, um, I have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then he said, well, can I be attracted to my friend? Mm. And I said... That's kind of a douche word. Oh, <laughs> I, day, I look back and I'm like, yeah. And yeah, but you married her, so it all worked out. And then I said, that's on you. I'm in my 20s. And then, then he exchanged numbers with Gamal, right? The, my assistant at the time. Yeah, and, and I was at the Buddy and she had a friend there and we all, like, the friends, like the people that were there just started hanging out with other girls mm-hmm. and my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, then she left. She went to she go shoot a movie for a few months and I was in LA. And, and I just started, I was with her friend. I was still single going out and doing the club thing and mm-hmm. my buddy and her friend. And three or four months later, she's in a different position. And guess who calls me? Oh. Wait, so you called him. Can I explain? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would love, love nothing more. I, yeah. Let me explain. 
My friend that was with me at this party, Marilyn, was engaged. Her fiance passed away on a motorcycle accident. Wow. I'm in Puerto Rico shooting and I'm talking to Marilyn. He says, you know who's been really supportive and they're so nice. The, uh, Mike, that was his name. Mike and Eric, the guys that we met at, so, at that party. I'm going, oh my God, that's so sweet. Yeah, they've been amazing, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward to, I'm back in Puerto Rico, like almost four months late, back in LA, like four months later, and I'm driving and I ask my Kamal, my assistant at the time, uh, I want to say thank you to that guy, Eric. Do you still have the number? And I called to say thank you. And then, and here we are. And And here we are because that thank you was super important to say. So to me, it was. So on the phone, who? So who do you think asked who out first? He said, "Do you want to grab some lunch at at some point or something?" And then she showed up with her assistant, which was so cheesy. No, with my gay friend. With with Nino. Oh, that's right. With it was with Nino. Oh, so it was the three of you? Yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to go get lunch. I'm like, why'd you show up with a friend? This is ridiculous. But the real important takeaway from this is Eric is just a really nice guy and a good friend. He was, and that's the reason that you were like, okay, let's see. A hundred percent. I promise, a hundred percent. I didn't think any. My 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 reason for calling wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna try that. No, none of that. I was like, I want to say thank you. And the fact that he was supportive for your friend, your mutual friend too. That's a big. He was amazing. I know. Right. And to this day, he's he's an amazing man. He's that kind of person. So, right. Yeah. Which is great. And I think that we've heard uh, time and time again, it, it didn't necessarily work. The origin wasn't this for you guys. But since you shared that mutual friend, when you can have like friends vouching for uh, someone that you might be interested in, that's like you're breaking, you're, you're skipping like nine bases 100%. in that sense, yeah. you know, because yeah. then you're kind of seeing the true sides of them mm-hmm. and how they are around the people that they care about. And that's like super, super important, yeah. of course. hundred percent. Definitely. So yeah. Awesome. One of the most important thing you can find out about a significant other is how they are around your friends. Mm-hmm. I always said, I want to be with someone who my friends would want to hang out with even if I wasn't there. And so I knew I found the one when my friends were like, we'd rather hang out with your wife than you. you want, so you I was like, all right, all right, that's good. So Jared just got married last month and uh, at the rehearsal dinner, the, uh, right before, like five minutes before, they were like, hey, Dean, Ben, and Nick, you guys are all going to give speeches real quick because uh, we were all groomsmen. And uh, I just wanted them to speak from the heart. So literally figured, five, five no minutes planning. before the speeches, you're like, "Where you guys are going to do speeches?" Ben, I don't know if you guys know Ben Higgins, fantastic mm-hmm. speech giver. Like he's just the most charismatic, like deliverer of all things he's ever. Great in front of. And crowd. Nick is like an actor. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a smart person too. So he like cried during his speech. <laughs> yeah, are you trying to say that he was faking? I'm not saying he was faking, but I'm oh, not no. saying he wasn't faking. <laughs> Oh, no. He can turn it on. Yeah. And then I go up there after both of them just crushed it. And the only thing I, I felt so bad because after I got down, I was like, she, like, all I did was talk about Ashley the entire time. Like Jared and I are better friends, but Ashley and I were friends first. Yeah. You guys had a closer relationship. And then once we started doing the podcast, we became good friends. But to, to your point that you just made, it's you want to be dating someone or married to someone that your friends want to hang out with, even if you're not there. Yeah. So that's the point that I'm trying to make is like, I felt it, I thought it was really ironic that now that you and I are maybe better friends than Ashley and I are, the only person I talked about was Ashley because we were really good friends before you and I ever were friends. Yeah. And so that's how you, I think in my opinion, you can tell when you're, someone's like, you know, you want to spend the rest of your life with them when your friends want to be friends with them too. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And for me, my personal experience with it too is whenever I like get a girlfriend or start dating someone new, I always bring them around my best friends. And then after they leave, I'm always like, what'd you guys think of her? Like, was she cool? Did you like it's her? It's a good litmus test. Yeah. yeah right but away. like, you also need people that are honest because sometimes True. they're going to be like, oh yeah, she was great. She was great. And then you break up with her and then they're like, oh, we hated her. We hate- well, then why do you tell me you hated her? <laughs> I know, but it's also hard. That's, that's hard because as your friend, you also don't want to be the one to say, oh, right. yeah. I don't like that person because then you say that and then it causes friction. And then they're like, well, you don't know them as good as I do and right. you don't see what and they you say And you see your me. friends happy and right. you're like, oh. 
There was a there was a little bit of that with my last girlfriend. I introduced her to like two of my best friends, and then after we left, they both texted me and they go, "You're dating that girl? Like, is that real? Like, you're actually dating her?" And I was like, "What do you mean? Yes, but now I'm not sure anymore." (laughs) (laughs) Dang it! (laughs) What did she do? Okay, so you guys have this new podcast. It's he said ella dijo. Ella dijo. Yes. So uh, tell us what it's what it's about. It's going to encompass, uh, and we're going to talk a lot about our you know, life, relationships, pop culture. Here's the thing about this, though, that I don't necessarily like. It might be competing with our podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> It'll be a version. You guys are not allowed to talk about dating at all on your podcast. Zero. Yeah, but say, can't we talk won't. about it. We won't. And if any of you suck at dating, you're oh. especially yeah, not allowed really to talk about, about that. We're First not. episode, we sucked at dating. No, we didn't suck at dating. No, we won't. We won't. Um, but yeah, I mean, 14 years of, of dating, uh, 11 years of marriage, two kids. And I'm sure you guys like lead incredibly interesting lives. Yeah. Like the work that you're in. It's yeah, it's, it's crazy with both actors. Yes. Um, like to give you a little example, um, the show that I did before my last show, I was, I relocated to Atlanta for four years and his show was in Vancouver. So imagine having a child. And you are in two different countries. You know yeah. what I mean? Like situations like that, they just go, how do you do it? And goes, we don't know. It's a constant negotiation. Right. You know, and it's hard. It's hard. Uh, but we make it work. You know, we make it work through communication. And, and, and we're just yeah. very different. Like we were talking about before, science, but just our personalities. Yeah. We're truly, we, everybody says like we're opposites attract to the nth degree. But in a way, those opposites really strengthen our relationship and, right. and bring out the better in, in each of us and kind of keep it fun and interesting. That's great. You want to know what I, I was thinking about the other day? Because me and my girlfriend are very different as well, similar to you guys. <laughs> I'm probably going to do it. I'm going to butcher this right Do you now. know how many times you start a story? You know what I was thinking about the other day? <laughs> I think I a lot. I, I think about a so lot of funny. things. <laughs> Anyways, the whole, uh, the whole reason that... <laughs> this is, you're going to laugh at me when I say this. The whole reason that evolution works... <laughs> You know as, what I was thinking spe- about the other day? As a species, is, it's genetic diversity, right? And it, okay. it's the fact that to, uh, uh, you're, you're constantly building off of like the differences in our like genome. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at a relationship, sometimes relationships can work so well because they're so different. And if, they're, like, if there's too many similarities in a relationship, it's similar to like genetics, where it's like, that's why incest is really bad. It's because this genetic code is too similar. Mm-hmm. And so that's why differences in relationships like Mm -hmm. you guys and like in my opinion me and Kaylin can work so well is because you like build off of the differences you learn from her she learns from you in ways that you guys would never have learned had you not been together in the first place Mm -hmm. and that's like an exciting thing and that's like something I'm still trying to figure out too so it's Mm -hmm. great that I can kind of like look at you guys and be like okay 14 years two kids that's like something for me to strive for there you know you can just listen to our podcast now. yeah <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen here's the thing I'm not gonna listen you're like he stole that from us <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast I encourage you to listen to theirs it's coming out in October this, this month this month this it's month. coming this month in yes. October which is the month that we're in right now yes <laughs> in the presence yeah. of this so it could be a week it could be two weeks it could be something like that <laughs> how was Vegas for you guys did you guys have fun at iHeart yeah, yeah great time yes we great introduced um, Monster X, Monster X uh, K-pop K-pop. Okay. Wow. Dude, K-pop is That's huge. huge. Right. BTS, that band. BTS. Is, so BTS was the original. Up, was I, like the pioneers yeah. of the K-pop thing. Okay. Okay. I'm asking. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't know. I think yeah, I don't know. so. There's this like little. There's a show on Netflix called Unexplained. If yeah. you like these just random bits of knowledge and 30 minute bursts, yeah, yeah, yeah. And One of them was about K-pop. Okay. And it's about how it all started and just the rise of it and how they're like the Beatles. Right. It's it's insane. You saw it with Monster X. And there's People you know it's interesting. There's seven. Show. There's seven of them. 
it feels like a like a bunch, like a group. Like That's usually, a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's like, like four or five. Right. This is seven kids. And they, and they all, all look, look very similar. Right. Very similar. Like slightly different hair, slightly different dress, but mm. everything's... Oh, How mean, is this, uh, the word, um, an androgeno? How do you say that? Androgynous. I'm very androgynous. They all have makeup. Which is part of the thing with K-pop. They and they're very to be, thin. Right. You just can't tell. Sexually ambiguous yes. in a weird it's way. Really it's really interesting. part of the development yeah. of K-pop. I've seen that before. There's because uh, a lot of people try to like emulate uh, the the K-pop artists in those countries, like in Korea and China or whatever. And I, I remember like watching some weird documentary about it and how like he like went through these insane procedures to try to like look like one of his favorite K-pop artists. And you look at him and you're it, exactly like you said, androgynous is a is a great way to put it. Yeah. But they're huge. They're so big. My I dated a girl for a while who was Korean and she was obsessed with like this one K-pop band. And I like listened to some of their songs and they were catchy, I guess. But they're like insanely popular. Yeah. <laughs> it's mind blowing. <clears throat> they are the Beatles everywhere else. They're not huge in the States yet. I mean, no, they're getting pretty big. It's getting big. big. We, it's getting we pretty big. Them. People like the kids were. Yeah. It was like 20, 20, 22,000 people uh, oh, yeah. that, more, that afternoon. And I the, the one of the hits is called "Who Do You Love?" and I say just because what, what are we gonna say? <laughs> we gonna say when we present yeah. them. Yeah. It's like so. I have a question. Who do you love? And everybody went what? Like I was <laughs> oh, like, yeah. oh my god, wow. they know them. And everybody on but, stage uh, was like, this might be the biggest reaction of the day. Yeah. yeah. This K-pop. And band. that's an, and we're in America. Obviously, we're yeah. in America. In America. You were monster, in America. Monster X. Monster X. Interesting. Monster, monster. X. Well, a it monster? is very cool. Monster. What about the night show? Were you guys excited Alicia to see anyone Keys, perform? Alicia Keys, yeah. Yes. Presenting Alicia Keys, and that's, I mean... That's pretty cool. She's a star. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, just, amazing. Alicia right? Keys is one of the best. And Feels she's it. just been around She's been around forever, right? Yeah. Like, she kills it every single year. Yeah, she's awesome. She's a badass. So to be able to intro her, that's pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. So it was a good trip. Besides the podcast, what else are you guys working on? I have, Currently, I'm on a show on ABC called The Rookie. Right. So mm-hmm. we are shooting episode seven. And right now I'm excited because my big sports fans that we're teaming up with, uh, I guess I can say, I don't know if I can say, an, an NFL team okay. is in the episode. So we get some NFL players and it's it's going to be fun. What NFL team, what team are you for? I'm a Rams fan. Oh, okay. So you're what probably pretty about? excited about the team that you're Patriots working with. Patriots fan? No, I'm a Tom Brady fan. Well, you got great taste, my friend. Uh, we, Tom Brady's you know, We have the to best. dedicate a whole, ep- ep- is, is it called an episode? Uh, uh, yeah. One episode yeah. of a podcast? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, we have to dedicate an episode to Tom Brady. That's his Minecraft. Uh, if you do that, that you need to invite me. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. That is because, another one. Yeah, I might have a bigger man crush on Tom Brady than <laughs> you, is which is... Stud. In love with Tom Brady. He's just amazing. I mean, and, and six-time Super Bowl champion, uh, beautiful man, married to Giselle. And you're a Patriots fan, right? Yeah, 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 I was born and raised in New England. I completely oh, wow. respect the Patriots and love everything about... I mean, the system, the the way they do it all is pretty perfect. Very I'm professional. not a Patriots fan or yeah. diet. I grew up in LA, so I've always been Rams, Raiders, like when whoever was there at the time. Now we have the Rams and Chargers don't really count. It's kind of San Diego still yeah, <laughs> in my mind. You need to go back to San Diego. It's, it's really weird. But uh, yeah, you can't deny Tom Brady. Can. <sighs> Nobody can. Okay. Anyway, Rosalyn, what do you work? <laughs> Rosalyn, you're on. Besides Tom Brady, sidetrack. <laughs> sorry. Besides Tom Brady, um, I did a show called Grand Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about representation. It's a. It's not a Latin show, but it's predominantly Latin. Mm-hmm. You know, and and every network is it's always asking for wait this was the show that aired before um, Bachelor yeah. a couple yeah. times yeah, exactly. I, watched a couple, I don't watch TV After, but I watched a couple episodes yes. of that and I was like why I'm so hooked on this show yeah. oh, <laughs> exactly. who, who knows it? I never watch TV I was like oh, I gotta figure out what happens next week it's fun it's like, it's <laughs> a, a lot of great cliffhangers yeah. it's a juicy Dude. novella and and yeah, so every network, their mandate is they want Latino content because they want to tap into that into the demographic. Yeah. And then here's a show that was a huge, it's based on a format out of Netflix, out of Spain, yeah. that is humongous. So Eva Longoria 
came to the States and says, listen, I want to do the Anglo version. ABC acquired it. It's done beautifully. The acting is phenomenal. People love it. And still, we don't know if we have a second season. Hmm. So at this point, we don't know what the heck we have to do as, as the Latin X community you know what i mean right. like what do we do to win what do we do if we're bringing you something that works and still you don't give it a chance right. you know it's yeah. pretty it's pretty effed yeah up. we're gonna keep our fingers crossed for you because i really hope that gets picked up i hope so and i apologize because i get a little heated no please <laughs> when i talk <laughs> about the topic like settle down this is uh, uh it's passion we like to see oh the my god yeah. the i am mad boys i'm mad <laughs> We'll definitely bring the passion and the heat, yes. not the dudness, yeah. to the new podcast. <laughs> uh, no, it's He Said. Ella Dio. Dio. Yes. I don't know. I, I speak Spanish like sort of, right? And so when I you said, I I heard like Asia Dijo or something Asia, like that, Asia. which was my mistake. It's okay. Ella Dijo. But I want to get more fluent in Spanish. Same. You should. He Said. Ella Dijo. Ella Dijo. In October. In October. Month. I heart. Podcasts wherever you can find podcasts. Yeah. Rosalind, yes. Eric, thank you so much. For yeah, you guys both rock. You guys are awesome. Appreciate thank it. So Thanks for having us. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter.
Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin. I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. You guys know that I'm a football fan, particularly a Patriots fan. Well, it's the 100th year of the NFL, and more than 1,800 NFL players are now sleeping on sleep number beds, improving their game with better sleep. I wonder how many Patriot players sleep on sleep number beds. Probably all of them, which obviously explains the Super Bowl rings. Well, that and Bill Belichick. Anyway, sleep number beds allow you to adjust on each side to ideal firmness, comfort, support. So you can adjust it to your ideal firmness, comfort, and support. Sleep number 360 smart bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you sleeping comfortably throughout the night. And with sleep IQ technology inside the bed, it tracks how you're sleeping so you can know every morning how well you slept the night before and you get to gain insights for your best sleep so you can set up your 360 smart bed exactly how you want now come in during the fall sale where a queen sleep number 360 smart bed is now only $1,399 now sleep number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL you'll only find sleep number at one of their 600 sleep number stores nationwide and you can find the closest one to you by going to sleepnumber.com slash dean i was really hoping that the code this time would be tom brady but it's not it's dean so just go to sleepnumber.com slash dean to find the closest sleep number near you at walmart there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine we encourage you to show black founders some love not just during black history month but all year long there is power in every purchase Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners 
say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Well, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. I feel like I sound like one of those late night hosts right there. Like, hey, welcome to KM20. I hope you're having top the, 40 hits. I hope you're having the grooviest night of your life. Some of you guys are just driving out there late at night all by yourself, thinking about love, loss, through some speed trap town. All I can smell are Dean's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, it's all I can think about I right know. now. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't wear socks today. Now I'm wearing sandals, and they don't smell the best. And I'm now self-conscious about it. I just got a big old whiff of them. Anyway... We have another guest in studio that we're very, very <laughs> excited about. A, a lot of podcasts on iHeartRadio have been trying to get you as a guest. Trying hard. Trying <laughs> unsuccessfully. And I'm thrilled to be here. I know for a fact scrubbing in. If you're, yes, yeah. exactly. If you're listening to for this weeks. and you listen to scrubbing in, you should know how excited we are to have this guest on our podcast. Because not only, we all know Easton, of course. Easton's been around since... The beginning of not only help Before I suck us. at dating, not only scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, not only almost famous with Ben and Ashley, but also the Pratt cast with Wells Adams and Stephanie Pratt, including Jaina Kramer's. What's that one called? Wind, Wind down. down. This guy's all over the place. He's basically Easton is now getting stopped at Disneyland to be asked <laughs> to be to, for pictures, and I'm, I'm not exaggerating that. Not joking. No, you're not joking. But behind. Every great man is an even greater woman, and we are honored 
to have Allison Allen, Easton's wife, on the podcast. Thank you. All right. Thanks. That's quite an introduction. Thank you so much. All right, Allison. Allison, just give it to us straight. Well, What's Easton like in bed? No, I'm kidding. Uh, inappropriate. <laughs> She's like, why am I here? What did I do? Uh, you made a oh, mistake no. joining this podcast. That's what she says when we're in bed, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, his uh, willingness to sniff Dean's armpit should give you an idea <laughs> yes. of his open-mindedness in bed. And I just, I need to get this off my chest. I'm glad, I'm not glad, but I'm actually jealous that you're married to this man because if it wasn't you, I would be all over him. He's pretty great. <laughs> yes. I'm happy to he really is. Him. It took me 10 years, but I'm glad that I decided to date him. So. He like, he, he slowly lets us into your guys' love story, like over time sometimes like he'll chime in whenever we're sharing our stories and every time it's the most adorable most endearing thing ever so i like obviously he's in love with you you're in love with him it's the it's it's a love story of a generation you guys are just so in love but also you you guys are just the most adorable couple i've ever seen in my entire life you're so innocent and cute and you guys go to disneyland and cheesecake factory and you guys everybody says couple goals right like couple goals Kaylin and Dean are couple goals no 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 no. Easton and Allison Allen are couple let, wow. goals let me ask you this did you have an obsession with Disney before marrying no, Easton I had a really wild 20s like lots of sex lots of drugs and then I think I was just over it and wound up with Easton <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> What? I was ready to retire from the party girl lifestyle and then Easton had been my best but here's friend the thing and realized I wanted a good guy. The thing with Easton, Easton is guy. a bad boy. He's, he doesn't he's get like, enough credit for being a bad boy because he is. He's got edge. He's got a dark side for the sure. Tattoos, yeah. Yeah, the tattoos aren't mm-hmm. good enough of a giveaway. The red vine sponsorship. Right, the maybe. red vines. <laughs> he's Miss, what do you, Miss Caramel? What you, I'm the Caramel Corn Princess for 2019. <laughs> he is, yes. He's got edge. He's a man of passion. When he wants something, he goes for it. I love so, that. Yeah. So you had a wild 20s? Oh, yeah. I was a, Easton didn't want to date me. I was a bad girl, right? <laughs> Hold on. So well, let, let's backtrack we here for a second. Because you've told this story a little bit. How did you guys first meet? And then when did you start dating? So we met, I went to school at UCSC in Santa Cruz, and that's where Easton grew up. So we met when we were like 17, working in a movie theater together. Easton was my boss, and we were friends for a long time. And then um, I think about, it was like nine years later, we both moved to LA within a month of each other. And then I always say it was like Desert Island Syndrome. I didn't know anyone, so we started dating. And then we got married. Did you guys talk? Like, so you became friends at the movie theater. Mm -hmm. By the way, what were your jobs? Uh, well, I was a uh, snack bar uh, attendant, and then I became the projectionist. Nice. Ooh, Congratulations. step up. Thank you. I was the like box office person. I would count the money. The cute box office girl. You'd walk up and be like, I'm buying a ticket, but... This I'm- is already a rom-com. You're working the, the box office. You're collecting all the money. Easton's selling popcorn, but he's not even looking at the popcorn because all he could do is stare at you right. and, and think true. about how he's going to marry that girl one day. Yeah, he still likes to tell me how much she would talk about my butt with my other coworkers, which makes oh. me feel great. Tight, tight. This is why I haven't been allowed on the podcast. On second thought, let's actually not let her be on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, to me, HR issues. She's got a good butt, and it's great that you can admit that. She does. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so you guys worked together and then became friendly. Did you stay friends over the course of the nine years before you moved back yeah, to L.A.? Yeah, Easton was yeah. one of my best friends for like a decade before we started dating. So uh, I always thought he was great. I just never thought we would date because we were so different. So How was that for you, Easton? Because you did you have a crush on her that entire nine years or was you were always like kind of friend he was talking about her butt 24 7 of course he had a crush I, but on here, her. I talk a lot about a lot of butt. i talk about your butt often okay so it's like you I mean, obviously have a crush on me <laughs> you know um allison and i hung out so much and i really really liked her but i had a 
really bad experience with like dating someone who was my friend and I was so afraid of losing Allison in my life. Hmm. And we, we kind of, we like hooked up one mm-hmm. night and it, it didn't go that well because of me. <laughs> How long into the friendship was the, this? Oh, that up? was like six months in, and then it was like ten years okay. before anything else uh, happened. I don't want to. I don't want to throw you off track, but sidebar real quick: what didn't go right? Well, sometimes a man is not up to, you know. In my case, I had a migraine that night. Okay. See, here's the thing: I understand what you're saying, but the listeners might not get what you're saying. Okay. Uh, Spell it out for us. We, we hung out. We hung out, and there was. We understood there was a there was an attraction there, and uh, we started we started fooling around, and and I wasn't. Let's say uh, you're intoxicated. To, no, I, I've never been intoxicated. Uh, but um, we, I, I had a migraine that night, and I, I had a hard time making it happen. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I was embarrassed to that. And did we, uh, ever, did we ever get? To, did the fireworks ever happen, or was it one of those things where? No, I mean we we had a, we spent the night together, and it was a nice night. And then here's the thing: this will tell you exactly what year this was. Uh, I. Um, was I was trying to like I wanted to text her the next day and be like hey I'm really sorry about last night like right. I really like you and but I didn't because I'm a coward. Allison texted me and said something to the effect of like hey I had fun last night we should do it again. Yeah. I had a T-Mobile sidekick back then and I would not get text messages all the time from different carriers. I never got that message from so her. So I texted him and he just never responded. So wait, how do you know wow, that? Okay. How do we know that it was texted? I mean, she I told me year, uh, years later. Years later? Years later. I was like, okay, it's not until I'll just pretend like it didn't happen for the next 10 years. <laughs> and I just want to be clear about something is, I'm sure Jared can attest to this too, is as men, sometimes things just don't really go how you want them to go, especially like when you step up to the plate. Sometimes you might have grabbed the wrong bat and you're just not ready to swing at a pitch. Yeah, or sometimes you just whiff. <laughs> right. I'm just I just I want to make sure yeah. it's clear that that's not an uncommon thing, you know what no, I mean? No, absolutely. Exactly. There's not. nothing wrong with There's me, nothing right? wrong with that. <laughs> it's been fine since. Yeah, we yeah, were so good. excited. Right. Was... There's so much excitement and build up and it's also being self-aware that it's not working and you become embarrassed and then your mind then it's never going to happen. See, you know? It, it's one of those things where you're like, just overthinking. Yeah, if I had just been like upfront about it like a man would have, uh, then we probably we might start dating a lot earlier. Interesting, yeah. And, and, you know, we... Who knows what would have happened? Yeah, who knows? Who knows things have been going great since then, but... So but, you guys both had mutual feelings for each other, but right, because yeah. he never received that text message, it took like nine years, years, yeah, nine years, ten years. Yeah. I had a lot of growing up to do in that time, too. I like to think if that's when, like, Bruce Wayne left Gotham to go, like, train with, uh, you know, become like uh, a... Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, exactly. And then I was able to come back and be, like, a real partner for... Because Allison's the most incredible woman I've ever met in my life, and she Aww. did not deserve... Uh, I, I did not deserve her at that she point. She needed Batman. Too. She really did. Uh, but I, all she had was Bruce Wayne, this millionaire playboy. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, no, I think that even though that was it was a really long gap where we weren't romantically together, I think it kind of needed to happen. Well, that's for, what I was going to say. It's almost better that you could build a foundation yeah. of friendship over the course of that amount of time. I mean, like I that's almost that. what you dream. Like Jared actually to like a lesser extent is very similar. He was mm-hmm. best friends with Ashley for three years. Obviously not quite as long as you guys. But then you ended up marrying her. So it's like you guys are basically in, did the same thing. Yeah. Very uh, similar. Right. And, and we're both children of divorce. I think we both have trust issues. So yeah. I think having that strong like foundation of a friendship that made it, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, less likely to cut and run early into a relationship. That's a really like interesting point. 
because it's like you know that he's been around for so long that he's not going to go anywhere right, he's right? like seeing me through everything my worst time so i don't know i think that really i don't there's no one else i would have married i can't imagine so. so so let me ask you this then because you said that you had this bad experience where you dated a friend and it went poorly so when you and her started dating like just like casually dating or whatever nine years later were you still like scared or hesitant oh yeah 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 i was um but i uh and, and actually we we started <laughs> we started like you know, fooling around and like hang- we were hanging out all the time in mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Like we were, we didn't know anyone else. We were hanging out all the time, and like it was the type of thing where like I would get off work and call it, just sit in my parking garage and just call her and talk on the phone until like yeah. my phone died, and then I'd go upstairs and go to bed. And uh, then at, w- at a certain point, Allison was like, "Okay, are we are we going to date or what?" So, I guess I'm a little confused. I just want to know yeah. before we start going into the dating in LA, the nine years. Did you guys just not see each other enough to? have no, the realization we, that, that we, you did in, in Los Angeles or you saw each other constantly we hung out all the time all, the time. all of my boyfriends hated Easton they were always really yeah. jealous really yeah totally and actually and we were also That's like awesome. in there's times Screw where like those guys yeah, there were times where like I was single and I was like maybe maybe this is the time I make my move but Allison had a we were long, never long single term, at the same time yeah like Got the it. timelines didn't Got sync it. up right so you know I just had to wait out how the hell did you guys stay friends for so long I know we're soulmates, clearly. <laughs> yeah, we're, I mean, we're honestly, meant to be together. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say you're wrong because it sounds like you might be right, but I will say, like, I, <laughs> no offense to Easton, but I think that you might have been dating a little bit more than Easton was during those nine years, right? Like, <laughs> I think I've lived like a little bit more worldly life than Easton, which is had. fine. It's yeah. totally fine, but, but yeah, <laughs> you know, it's. I would think that Easton would have a lot less upset girlfriends for having a best friend who was you than your boyfriends that were upset. What was your longest friend. relationship in those nine years? I think about three years. Wow. But it wasn't a healthy relationship. So. I can't believe that guy was like, you can't have East in your life. Because I know for a fact that if Ashley and I, had we not been together right now, I don't think we'd be friends. Really? Because once she started dating someone seriously, that was the first time either one of us started really dating someone else. And yeah. it would not have worked. Because even like right in the beginning, it was just awkward and like I, he didn't want to meet me. And yeah. he, at the time, he didn't know this, but I didn't want to meet him. And I'm sure he like, knew, you know, like, yeah, well, of course, he, he, you know, why, why wouldn't he ask? Right. I would have asked been like, so what's like, what's up with this? Do you think there was ever a point in that relationship where he was like, I don't want you to be friends with Jared? No, because I don't think I ever got that far because uh, it was only a month and a half. Right, 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 right. But for you guys, like a three-year relationship, I'm surprised the guy wasn't like, listen, like that guy's clearly in love with you. You can't be that good of friends with him like because it's causing awkwardness for us. Oh, no, he definitely. We had that conversation. I was like, oh, it's, he's saying he likes comic books. He's like so lame. I would never date him. <laughs> don't worry about him. Oh. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't I, trying to sneaky or you know but no I, I don't mean that i, I don't didn't mean see easton being... as a threat even though i did have those feelings i just thought oh, it's never gonna but you want to know what's him. funny is now you're kind of a nerd too i know he's like ruined me like all of my coolness <laughs> points are gone i used to be so cool and i'm so lame now alice and i lived in santa cruz california a very hip place and yeah. she was i called her queen of the hipsters she I was, was prom so queen cool. guys like this is just Aww. not the best she go to all these like cool parties she was at all these like underground shows and stuff and and then we start hanging out down here and now she's excited to go to medieval times 
sometimes nice. and like in Disneyland. It's fun though. I yeah. think it's, it's it fun is when fun. you don't that's, care what people think about you. That's, like, yeah, like that about you. Times that's what awesome. people don't understand is like they try to like be cool, yeah. but they don't realize how fun being a nerd is. Yeah, you know, it's, like, it's not even about like being a nerd, but Easton is just so himself and he doesn't care right. what people think. And that's such an attractive quality that not many people have. Like of anyone I've ever met, Easton is just, just doesn't care what other people care about him. So, um, I don't know. I love that about him and I wish I was more like that. And even though I might not be as cool as I once was, I have more fun. So I think you're on, I think you're cooler now. Thank I think you. you're I'm way I didn't know you nine years ago or anything like that, but I just, can't imagine you being any cooler. Right. Thank you so much. And I think there's something to be said about like, obviously having interests in things, whether they're cool or not cool in mainstream society. Like it's so cool to like, like things. And I think that's kind of something that comes with age. It's like when I was a kid, I was really embarrassed to like say that I played video games to my friends. Right. When in reality, it's like, I just liked video games a lot. And so I shouldn't have been embarrassed by that, but I was because it wasn't like the cool thing to like, like yeah. kids like sports and stuff like that. You know I, what I, mean? I know I was embarrassed to admit I was into boy bands. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> and now I'm posting videos cute. of me just right. belting out Backstreet Boys. Yeah, but Backstreet Boys pops cool like <laughs> I think too, as you get older, you care, you care less what people think. And yeah. also just, it becomes more important about whoever is with you when bad things happen, who's mm-hmm. still around because you know, those friends you have in your twenties, they're there to party. You're not going to be around when like something bad happens right. to you. And I think that's a life lesson everybody learns, but Easton's always been there through every thing that's happened and it's yeah. how long have you guys been married now two years two years we've been married two years wait two years okay okay gotcha so let me ask you this are children on the horizon no i don't think so no trust our dog i think okay I well that. i do we didn't finish the story about when you guys moved into la because oh. I, I just wanted to know that one little fact about the nine years of friendship because I knew that Ashley and I encountered that problem and I was curious that if you had a long-term relationship, if you guys ever did. So now move back to LA, you guys are hanging out all the time and you start, you know, having a little, yeah, more than friendship. frisky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um. And then, and then came the talk like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. I mean, cause Allison was like, Hey, are, are we going to, are we going to date? What's going on? Are we going to date or what? I didn't want to just waste time because I was yeah. getting older and I didn't want to be like, okay, I'm going to waste time on another three year relationship. That's not going to go anywhere. And maybe we're just better off as friends. So what's the deal? But, uh, we decided like, Oh, well, we'll try it. We'll start dating. And then I, I mean, it worked out. It was, I don't, I never thought I would get married. That was never a priority for me. And I didn't think it was going to be Easton, but I'm so happy it was it's just, it surprises yeah. me. I didn't want to get married. Like I always told people like, my parents got divorced. Right. It, it, it screwed me up. Like, I don't want to do that to somebody. And, uh, but then I met, like, when Allison and I started spending that kind of intimate time together, I, I started realizing, like, oh, it's really about the right person. Well, I was going to ask uh, you about that because you said both of your, fa- both of your parents got divorced, mm-hmm. right? So how do you even approach the topic of marriage when, both, when you don't really like, have a, a relationship to look up to? When typically what you see is, like, someone has a great family and they want to e- emulate that. Right. But in your case, like you don't want to emulate the relationship that your parents had, right? So Absolutely. how did you even approach that topic? I, I don't. I mean, we want to do everything differently. <laughs> right. We're just. And I mean, to be honest, I know everybody always says, "Oh, getting engaged was the most exciting." I was terrified. I called my best friend crying. I was like, "I, I'm feeling these feelings that I can't even put into words because I'm so scared that this won't work." Hmm. And I feel like that's not a normal reaction when you get engaged. But I. I mean, I didn't know. I was so nervous. People always ask me, "How do you know? How were you certain?" And I wasn't. I mean, I'm so glad I am but I just feel like you never are 100% sure right. with anybody so um, I agree I, I, did you I feel think, that way too and I think oh absolutely and not that I was so terrified about being engaged but I think 
when Ashley and I were first dating, I still had those feelings of, okay, you're never a hundred percent sure. And that's terrifying. And I think a lot of people in today's age use it as an, an excuse to a certain extent, uh, to say like, well, I'm not a hundred percent sure. So if I'm not, then we shouldn't be in a relationship when in actuality, I don't think there's ever going to be a yeah. time in your life when you think, Oh, I I'm a hundred percent going to know that this is going to work out for the rest of my life and nothing's going to change that's what i came to the conclusion too as well but i think people don't want to talk about oh i was really scared of making this commitment and mm. you just talk about the good parts of getting married and how fun and exciting it is and then i think it's not realistic it sets unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. for people i agree i agree and so i think for Alith, like talking personally for me it was more so about choosing ashley every day and making sure that i was diving headfirst into the relationship because i think i came to a point where i realized unless i do that Unless I actively tell myself I'm all in this, th- I'm all in. I'm putting everything I have into this relationship. Uh, that's when like things changed for me, uh, because before then it was always like, well, I just, you know, could it work? Could it not work? I don't want to ruin the friendship. You know, there's so many things that we're alike. You know, there's so many aspects of our our life where we're so similar, but there are other aspects that were so different. And would it work out? And I remember my dad one time told me, he's like, listen, if two people want to be together, they'll be together. And we've even said, we've even said, you know, if we, we could get, we get divorced if this right. doesn't work <laughs> like and we'd still be friends. We've talked about this a lot, actually. <laughs> but hopefully that <laughs> but doesn't happen. No, no. And I don't see it happening, but I do have confidence that like, even if this, even if like the, that's the one in 14 million futures where it doesn't work out, right. mm-hmm. uh, we would, it, we'd still be friends. 14 is a very specific number, mm-hmm. but. 14 million is very specific. 14 million 605 to be exact. I've, <laughs> I was, I've looked into the future. <laughs> makes me think of that Black Mirror episode where they run through the simulations. So How many do we win? I guess, One. Uh, <laughs> it's a Marvel, Marvel quote. You wouldn't get it. It kind of goes without saying that your parents' divorces didn't end amicably. Like They weren't able to kind of maintain a friendship afterwards. No, no. not at all. No. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's annoying to say the least. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we talked about that a little bit on uh, Wells's podcast with with it was me jared and derek a couple weeks ago and about how much your like upbringing childhood and your family dynamic has kind of influenced the way that you see things now and what's funny is listening to allison speak she's like super scared and hesitant of jumping into a relationship that her parents had that she doesn't want to go through that same like pain that she felt as a kid and you obviously were super in love with this girl forever and you knew from a pretty early on that like you wanted to marry. It's just so interesting to me that it can go either way like mm-hmm. because it really can. It can go like I, my parents had a bad relationship so I'm not going to have a relationship like them or my parents had a bad relationship so I'm going to do my best to make sure it's the opposite of that. Um, I don't know. It's just a really interesting thing that I don't think that many of us take into account and you can always say like, oh, I'm, this, I'm the way that I am because this happened to me as a kid. But it's like we can never absolutely know, you know what I mean? Exactly. I don't know. And, and you know, bad stuff's going to happen to everybody. Right. And it's, just a, it's just a matter of what you do with what happens to you. You know, how do you use that to shape yourself as an, going into an adult? How do you use that to shape your relationships? I think it's all about perspective. Okay, Allison, can I ask you this? What's the day-to-day like married to Easton Allen? Easton's a really good roommate. He doesn't do a lot of chores around the house, but he will do them if I ask. And he's 
I don't know. He's always got a good attitude. We're renovating a 115-year-old house, and there's just always something to be done, and he's willing to jump in and help most of the time. And that's all you could ever really ask. Yeah. 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 Just mean, put the effort man, in. A man yeah. that loves you unconditionally and is willing to jump in and right. offer his hey, hand whenever I'm just there. Can. I'll help. <laughs> um, Allison, well, thank you so much for joining thank us. You. We're so we honored to have you, you as so the really first ever guest on a podcast. Killing it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we high five. We know you can't see that, but we felt really good about this one. Thank um, you so much. Well, okay. We'll, we'll talk to you later. Thanks again. Maybe we can have you on uh, at another time sure, to go even further. We would love that. Thank you. You're Bye. the best. Bye, Bye Allison. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much. And I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. 
I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. We all know how important it is to eat healthy, but the reality is... Nine out of 10 people don't eat enough fruits and veggies. When you don't get the proper nutrition, you increase your risk for chronic illnesses like type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and even cancer. Michael and Crystal, the founders of Your Super, discovered firsthand how important nutrition is to your health. As professional tennis players, they were happy, healthy, and active. But after Michael was diagnosed with cancer... Crystal started making superfood mixes to help him rebuild his immune system. When they saw the impact superfood mixes had on improving Michael's health, they knew they needed to share it with the world. Your Super is on a mission to improve people's health with the power of super plants. They make it easy for you to get the nutrients your body needs to thrive. Your Super's functional superfood and plant protein mixes are made from naturally dried organic whole foods, superfoods, and nothing else. And with Your Super's 100% transparent supply chain, you know you're getting the cleanest superfood mixes on the market. It's the easiest and most delicious way to get more fruits and veggies. I feel like I have more energy and I'm in a better mood whenever I take it. You may not be able to control everything in your life, but you can, absolutely can control what you eat. By adding the super green mix in my daily routine, I feel like I'm taking my health in my own hands. And the fact that your super has so many free recipes and other resources on their site, tons of creative and easy ways to add superfood mixes to your daily meals, so I encourage you to get the cleanest superfood and plant protein mixes at YourSuper.com. That's Y-O-U-R-Super.com. Get 15% off your order when you use code Vanessa, that's V-A-N-E-S-S-A, at checkout. Just go to YourSuper.com. And don't forget to get 15% off with promo code Vanessa at checkout. Dean, have you ever struggled with debt? Uh, yes, just like everyone else out there, I think. Yes. I had what, student loans. Uh, I had a big medical bill in college that put me in some pretty deep debt for a while. Yeah, it's tough because you don't even think about medical bills when you're budgeting out finances for the next few months. True. And, and debt can really creep up on you. Um, and I feel like a lot of people out there have looked at your finances and screamed, how can you make this much and still have so much debt. I know Ashley and I scream that all the time. It really just creeps up on all of us. Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills like Dean was talking about. They're really killers. Those insane interest credit cards you've had to use to pay off for things. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. It's called Best Egg. You get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money that you save each month. I know every single one of us is trying to put a little bit of money away each month. Now, consumers have rated Best Egg 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online loan app that takes about a minute 
with no impact to your credit score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. You get your bills under control, bank what you save, and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Now, you can visit bestegg.com slash dean, bestegg.com slash d-e-a-n, bestegg.com slash dean. Visit it today and get your finances in order. Are we having a third guest? No, we're not. No, we're yes, not. we are. We're having a third oh guest. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean. No. Well, we should dedicate a whole podcast yeah. to it, but. I've told. Okay, so there, for the listeners out there, Jared and Easton are referencing uh, my beautiful girlfriend just walked oh, into the room. Explain why Kaylin, beautiful Kaylin over here, can't just come down, sit down, talk into a mic for a few minutes. Because you know? let me ask you this. What do you expect her to do? Sit down tell and, the truth, and, and Dean. have an interview with us the truth. and a conversation. And what do I like to do? I like to live up to the things that are not expected of me. Yeah. What did you say? Low expectations. Under what? promise, over deliver. Yeah. You under want to know what's funny about that, that quote that actually kind of spiraled into this big thing on Bachelor in Paradise this year? There were so many like memes made about me for saying under promise, over deliver. Uh, I still have a really good standing relationship with my former employer. And I was like texting him one day. And he like sent me that gif where it goes, what's me like smiling, saying under promise, over deliver. And he goes, you know, I told you this in your interview. <laughs> and now you're coining it as your own phrase. And I was like, I honestly, well, I honestly had no idea that you told me that. Like I just, it was something that's kind of. Yeah, but everything that we say has been something that has been repeated to us. I know, but it's just funny for someone to like call me out and be like, you know that I said this and like you're taking credit for the thing that I said. And like he's like joking, obviously. Like he's like he we're be, we're like not best friends, but we're we're good friends. And he was just like he just thought it was really in my interview for mm-hmm. the company. He goes, you know, I told you this. Like as a company, what we do is under promise and over deliver. That's a good. I don't know. That's, that's is that a good <laughs> company motto? <laughs> under promise, over deliver. I, I think, think the over the, deliver part's great. The right. over deliver <laughs> part's great. The second half of it's great. I think if you can manage people's expectations and then shatter them through the roof, what's wrong with that? I don't know, but what if we like promoted this podcast? I guess we kind of do. We're very self-deprecating, being like, "Hey, listen, it's we sound like sometimes we're idiots, but you should listen to it." And then hopefully they like it. Have you do you listen to podcasts, other podcasts? I listen to Boston Sports Radio and 98.5 The Sports Hub is a big radio station in Boston. And I listen to Zolak and Bertrand, which is 10 to 2. And then Felger Maz is the show that I listen to so much so that Ashley listens to it with me all the time. And she she knows Felger and Maz now, not personally, but just like their their mm-hmm. personalities, their dynamic. So that's the one I listen to most. I also listen to the rewatchables a lot with oh, Bill good. Simmons. So, so good. I like Freaking, Bill Simmons. Yeah. I just listened to the Bill Simmons one with Malcolm Gladwell. Actually, on my way to, uh, to Vegas a couple weeks ago. And it's good. Dude, Bill Simmons, he's got a awesome. great voice for radio. Great voice. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna try to start being more like Bill Simmons on air. Do you, he, do he you, like takes pauses. There's a okay. So my like that, and it's great. It almost builds the so anticipation my, of what's going to be said next. My roommate, who actually was a guest on this podcast once upon a time, Jackson, is one of my best friends. Uh, I, I can't remember. I was like making a presentation somewhere, and he tells me that he took he like does voiceover acting sometimes, and he's like kind of he he's like does radio sometimes, and he goes, Dean, before you go do this presentation, I just want to remind you, there's power in the pause, because if you pause, people like are like, what's he gonna say? What's he gonna say? Oh, he said it. <laughs> yeah, you know? I we know. Call it a pregnant pause. A pregnant pause. Yeah. Okay. 
because then you're giving birth to an idea. And I like that. Easton, I really like that. Do you listen to podcasts? I listen to a lot of podcasts. Okay. Which ones? My favorite one is called the Doughboys, and they review fast food restaurants. Okay. It's really funny. Um, it's with uh, some comedians. Uh, one of the guys was on that show Love on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also listened to a show called uh, Podcast the Ride. It's about theme parks. <laughs> also, it's by comedians. It's super funny. What is it about you and theme parks? Um, as we talked about earlier, I'm a, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, a, I'm a child of divorce. I like consistency. I like knowing. I like escapism. Okay. I like uh, I like knowing what's coming, and I like attention to detail. And theme parks give me all of that. I like to go to Disneyland. I feel like I'm in another world. It's always uh, it's always re- it's reliable. It's always there for me. Mickey's always there waving at me. Warm hug. Um, I that's don't know, like just, one of the deepest things I think that's ever been said on this podcast about you know? Disneyland. Absolutely. I, I love it. I've I've loved Disneyland since I was a little kid, and uh, I know a lot of adults, especially adult men, that go to Disneyland are weirdos, but. I, I I love it. I go all the time. Listen, uh, you're preaching the choir. I love it. Yeah, it's it's great. I, I, just, I love. I don't parks. go. You go. I I feel like you go. Oh, we almost go. weekly. Yeah. Your self awareness on that whole thing is really impressive. It's actually quite impressive. You've put a lot of thought into that. I I have. I I, I did some. I've done some personal work to try and <laughs> try and open up like why I was so into it. I guess the root of my question for asking you guys if yeah. you listen to podcasts is: Do you take things from other podcasts that you try to incorporate into this one? Yeah. Like what? Like I just said, the way Bill Simmons pauses, pauses. but I don't do a good job of that because well, the problem. Excited to like say what you want to say. (laughs) Yeah, I just I I want everybody to hear my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I also think it's difficult within our podcast because we have three hosts. Yeah. Plus a producer, Easton, who we want chiming in. I don't want you to ever think otherwise. But if you pause, same thing with Mark. Someone's going to jump in. Exactly. It's hard because on our podcast, when we pause, it almost sounds like we don't have anything to say. Which it's, is not the case, yeah. but it's, you know, like if it was just like two, like us sitting on a couch talking, I think there'd be a, a, a difference right. to that. It's easier for Simmons to do because it's just him and another right, guest. Right, right, Exactly. And let's be honest, Bill's been doing this for years, like yeah, decades. Yeah, he's, he's not new to the game. You know? Like, imagine us, if, imagine Help I Suck at Dating in its 2000th episode. We're going to be pretty good at podcasting. I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't think it's crazy. To think that we could get Bill Simmons on this podcast. <laughs> Bill Simmons, if you're listening He's to this. He's on the ringer. He lives actually, in LA. Let's, let's say this right now. If you're listening to this podcast, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Tweet Bill Simmons and say, Bill Simmons, are you dating? Is he married? He's married. He's married. But I would love to get his perspective on relationships. Tweet, tweet Bill Simmons. If you're listening to this podcast, you have a cell phone in front of you. Just tweet Bill Simmons and be like, hey, Bill Simmons, have you ever heard of Help I Suck at Dating? Would you like to be a guest? They want you. They respect you. They like you. We would love to speak with you on this podcast. I, I went to one of his book signings once. He wrote The Book of Basketball. And I went yeah. to the signing and I brought with me Miley Cyrus's autobiography. I wanted him to sign that instead of his book. The only thing that I would ever expect from you, honestly. <laughs> uh, her book is called Miles to Go. She wrote it when she was 15. I thought it was funny that a 15-year-old had written an autobiography. But you know, she's done a lot in her life. Yeah, yeah. So I... I I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, I'd like Bill to sign this book instead. And the security guard's like, he'll probably think that's funny. And he opens up and he's like, you know, uh, you know, Miley was in front of me at yoga class once and she was like doing this whole thing. And she like stretched out and she like fired in front of everybody. So funny. And, uh, and I was that like, that was a great Bill Simmons impersonation. Wow. Good. She's like the greatest of all time. Um, but uh, I, uh, I got really excited. He signed, he signed, he signed my book, Go Miley, Bill Simmons. And, uh, I have that book That's in my book. Bill Simmons story. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's my Bill story. He's the best. He, he should come on this podcast. Uh, absolutely. I'll be honest. I don't know what we would talk about in terms of dating, but I, I respect him he's as an individual. He's, he's been married a long time. He's been married a long time. He's a Boston guy. Like, I bet he's got so many stories 
uh, about past relationship or friends of his that have done just stupid stuff. He's that guy. He's kind of similar to you, I feel like, where he's just got stories. Mm -hmm. Like, Dean, you could... I was talking to Derek about this last night. I feel like there there could be just a Dean podcast where it's you just telling stories. Oh, my God, Like, you on Wells' podcast where you were just like, yeah, I got got arrested. Oh, and then I forgot to tell you, I also got tased. And and then I was wearing the orange jumpsuit. And then my car crashed. And then we all flipped over. And then I had a warrant out for my arrest. And it was like, what? Yeah, if you haven't listened to that Pratcast from a couple weeks back, oh, man, it's called Rap Sheets. The funny thing about that that is is I haven't even scratched the surface of the stories. (laughs) I, I know you haven't, which is why... You just need a podcast. You just be like, hey, story time with Dean. Here we go. I've, yeah. The, the thing about that is a lot of the stuff is like pretty incriminating. <laughs> I mean, there's a statute of limitations on certain things, right? Yeah. Well, and and you've always, already yeah. been prosecuted for them. You're, it's like yeah. you're telling a story, so like how much legitimacy is in a story? Like you can't arrest someone for telling a story. That's true. That's true. I've never, some obviously, I've never like hurt someone or I've stolen many, many things in my life, but I've never like. There's never been like grand ars- larceny or yeah, whatever. You've never oh, taken a life or anything, right? Well, <laughs> hey, okay. Uh, <laughs> Next week on Help, I Suck at Dating. But uh, but I don't know. What we're saying oh, all your stories that you've told, you've already gotten in trouble for. <laughs> no, but there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot. Oh of well, don't tell those closet. stories. Yeah, but no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm slowly getting more comfortable sharing those stories. Even my uh, wonderful girlfriend, Kaylin. There's a, a very specific story that I've just recently began opening up about to a lot of my friends. Um, that I've actually considered sharing on this podcast many times, but it's like a very personal and intimate story. But it 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 really uh, has shaped me in in so many more ways than I could ever imagine. Like it was so influential to my childhood that it, the fact that I can't tell that story or haven't told the story yet, it's like it, I am disappointed in myself because I feel like it was very influential on me as a kid, not only as a toddler but also like all the way through my adolescence, through middle school, through high school. And I've like considered it so many times. I'm like, I should just tell the story. I just put it out there and I should just let people accept me or not accept me for what it is. But I haven't because I'm scared and I think I'm working towards like building it, the confidence to like say everything. You know what I, I would mean? definitely tell it to a few people off air. First I have, of all, I test have. it out, you know, like a stand up comedian, right? They go out, they test some jokes, some things right. work, some things don't. And I'll tell you this. I've, I've, like I said, I just started opening up about it. And I've probably told like 10 people. Um, I've told Kaylin. I've told nine of my other closest friends. And every single time, they're always like, dude, why would you be scared to tell that story? Like, it's not even bad. Oh. But also, it's it's hard for me. I'm slowly opening up about it. And so eventually, like, when I can open up about that story, then I can open up about every other story that I've ever, like, been scared to share. You know what I mean? Do you find that you have a good memory? Um. No. <laughs> really? You seem to recall details very well. That's what my... Because I try to think of stories in my own life, and there are so many things that I forget about the story, or there are stories that I completely forget about that I revisit or someone reminds me of, and I think about how much that impacted my life, and how did I ever forget, forget that? Right. Sometimes, but I feel like you, you just have stories that you're like, yeah, this happened and that happened. This, da, 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 da. I think I remember significant events pretty well, but I'll listen back to this podcast just because like, I want to like... I want to like critique myself and be like, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? And sometimes I'll listen to a story that I'm telling and I'll be like, well, dude, you like left out a pretty major detail that was, would have been a hilarious or like be pretty instrumental in like the, the, the storytelling aspect. So I think I have a good memory on significant events, but when I'm telling a story, I can kind of go off on tangents and like forget to share parts of the story that I really was excited to share. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think that, yeah, 
that's that's kind of that situation. But one day I am gonna have the confidence to share my uh, my story. Huh? Is uh, that a good story, Kaylin? There's yeah. a Kaylin and I have a name for the story. Well, oh wow! Yeah, the, the tractor story. Kaylin, exactly, exactly. The track. You got gonorrhea from a tractor, <laughs> and you call that the tractor story. <laughs> Kaylin, thumbs up or thumbs down to whether you think Dean should share it on the podcast. Kaylin's giving a thumbs up. I'm not saying we should do it now, but Kaylin giving her sign of approval, someone that uh, really cares for you and wants to protect you, makes me think that it would be okay to share. I think I would point. be comfortable sharing the story at some point if it was just me in a room sharing the story. I don't want there to be any banter back and forth. I want to be able to just say the things that I want to say without anyone we having can do to like, that. <laughs> without everyone having to like comfort me yeah. or be like, "Hey, Dean, it's okay. Like, it's fine. Okay. Feel free to continue to share." I want to be able to like control the storytelling ability of it all and like not be interrupted and not have to deal with empathy. Like, Oh, don't give me your empathy. I don't want that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But one day, why don't, yeah, I guess we just don't like empathy. I don't like feeling. It's actually funny that we, that you bring that up because (laughs) as we go off another sidebar, (laughs) one of the reasons that I never talked about my mom dying was because I hated people feeling bad for me. And so before I went on the bachelorette, I never told my Mm -hmm. best friends never knew that I had a dead mom. You know what I mean? And then when I started talking about it, obviously like, they began to find out about it. But like one of the things I just hated that people would treat me differently for some experience that happened to me a decade plus ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And this this story has no bearing on me as an adult. This one that I was referring to earlier has no bearing on me as an adult. But it was very uh, instrumental in shaping me as a kid. And it's, it's it's one of those things where like I shouldn't be ashamed to share it, but like. You know, we'll get there eventually. We'll get there. Yeah. Baby steps. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to an episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Thank you so much to Rosalind Sanchez and Eric Winter. Be sure to check out their all new iHeartRadio podcast. What's the name? He knows. What's the name? Or no. What? He says. He no, says. No, I want Jerry to get the name. Let's, get, let's see if he can it's, get it. Well, it's supposed to be like a play on he said, she said. Yeah. And it's he said. You got it. Daniel. <laughs> Yep. He what said, did I say? The, it, the name is He Said Dayanyo. <laughs> <laughs> it's He Said Ayadijo. 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 He Said Ayadijo. Uh, and that is a, a new iHeartRadio podcast that you can check out wherever you get your podcast. A big, big, big thank you to our very special guest, the guest that everybody at iHeart wanted to get. Yeah. And we got her we got exclusively her. We got her. on Help I Suck at Dating. Fist pump to that one. The wonderful, the beautiful Allison, I almost said Allison Easton, Allison Allen, it's a fun name to uh, say. Easton Allen's wife, uh, who you guys all know Easton, our producer, um, Dean, can't thank you enough, as always. <laughs> Jared, I love doing this with you, man. I love it, too. Every week just gets better and better. I know. We should go an entire episode one time holding hands Haven't and see we, if we could do it. it. Haven't we already done that? Not the entire episode. Uh, just my dreams, I guess. I want to be a part of that dream. Anyway, thank you so much for listening and tune in next week where hopefully we'll all suck a little less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles.
With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black lead products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black lead products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions.